Okay, everybody. Welcome to Better. I'm Julie Duffy, and joining me today, a little sun-kissed, is Dr. John Duffy. Hey, everybody. We just returned from a, a little, a week getaway for John's birthday with George and Lauren and Lucy. It was just for, just to get away, I think. Don't you think? And celebrate your birthday. It was a massive celebration. We went to Little Green Lake, which is green. everything it's advertised. <laughs> it's real green. It's little. It's green. It's technically a lake. We were literally like, oh, it's green. <laughs> That's why they named it Little Green Lake, because there's lots of algae. It's straight up green. So if you've seen Ozark, picture Ozark, but on way fewer acres. And we kind of had a situation like that, just from a and from an, from the optic point of view. No, it was we had a darling house, and um, we were on the lake. It was a nice getaway. We could be, excuse me, <laughs> I'm drinking. I always say I'm not going to drink soda <clears throat> during recording, but I always do. And you get the belchies. And uh, we had yeah, we rented a pontoon boat. We had kayaks. We had a paddleboard. We played games. We never had a campfire. <laughs> Lauren had to roast a marshmallow the last night on a, over a lighter. She just put two marshmallows on a fork, and then she just roasted them with a lighter because we never had a campfire. But we played board games. We played lots of games. We um, grilled out. We played bags. So some people call it bags, and some people call it cornholes. And you thought you hated that game because you don't like many games, but you were... You, you ended up loving it. it it's a, it is a um, typical suburban block party game, and I've always thought, how stupid is that to throw the bag toward the hole? That just seems so mundane. Turns out it's actually fantastic. It's really yeah. And um, uh, I would say of the four of us, Lauren was the ringer. Yeah, we, we all had our moments. Everybody had their moments, um, but man, she had she was getting in a zone sometimes where she'd get all four bags on the board or in the oh yeah that's right her, and, she would hit yeah they would just land like a like a gymnast she stuck a lot of them <laughs> boom you just hear that you'd hear the sound and you'd know there was no sliding they were just like hit and stay she stuck them yeah like and with a, a thud with a thud and a sound it's like the crack of a bat the one disappointment was poor Lucy. So I... Lucy's this, the dog. Lucy the dog. This was not a... Um, this was a no-pet vacation rental, but um, I paid a little extra, and um, by a little, I mean... <laughs> no, I paid extra happily. It and was I, a lot extra, I pictured point. Lucy having the time of her little life, and there... I feel like we might have been near some kind of a military base because there was on the daily the sound of like a fighter jet going to and fro. But the distant sound. It wasn't right? like it was nearby. But it was not just like a regular plane sound. Or maybe it was. Anyway, she equated it to thunder and basically shook the entire time we were there. What was especially fun for me is that whenever anything went sideways and Lucy heard an errant <laughs> noise, um, even if it was somebody else like coming down the stairs or something, Lucy would come and b- yell at me. She would bark at it's me. True. It's true. She blamed so weird. me for everything. And I, 
on the sly took a good care of Lucy. I took her for walks and runs and I think she I saw a change in her after No, she doesn't like me. She does not yes, trust me. Yes, she does. No. And yes, she does. She greets you and she swam in the lake for the first time. And took a boat ride. But if you're the guy who rents the boats, she did not take a boat ride. <laughs> yeah, that was the other thing. We get there and I did not I did not know that our boat which was not new, <laughs> was no pets. So it's like, what? And the guy was like, nope. I'm like, oh, if we, if we cover it, nope, nope. So, you know, again, I, I pictured Lucy, like, with her little ears flopping in the wind out on the boat with us all day. She only had a short ride, and, I think she, and she kind of liked it. Yeah, she liked it, for sure. <sighs> anyway. Anyway, it was a good it time. It was fun. It, it was, was a getaway. It was great to spend time with those guys. Yeah. We had a blast. It felt... We were away from COVID, from thinking about it. And surprisingly, the Piggly Wiggly peeps in uh, rural Wisconsin were masked. People were masked. I was surprised. People were masked. Uh, Not everybody is expert. Um, One guy found it uh, seemed comfortable with the mask resting on the downy elements of his mustache. (laughs) So it would rest (laughs) right on the mustache and move up and down when he was like talking and stuff. And so, you know, you know that like whatever nasal situation he had going on was we were not protected from. No, people don't. I I wore the I wore the old N95. Yes, you did. Doctors Fauci and Leahy have assured me protects both me and the other party. Yeah. So I kind of dig that. I don't understand, as an aside, why are we not all wearing those? Because of at first fashion? they were is not. Is it fashion? At first they were not available and we, they didn't want us to take them from the healthcare workers. Okay, but that's, that's not the I don't case know. now. I, I, I don't know. Julie has um, effectively... Uh, emptied a hospital ER into our kitchen. No, I have not. We have the N95s. We have these cabbies. Mark gave those to us. We have these specific food pantry wipes, right? That are alcohol wipes that are, we have scalpels. There's some scalpels in there, I think. I've just done a few surgeries. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Listen. Anyway, if you're looking to do something, it's not a bad idea because I felt really very safe and I didn't think COVID the whole time. No, right. We no unless I was going into the store. So going and and if you have the means and whatnot to rent a lake house or just get away without going where there are Disney crowds is yeah. um is advised. If you can get out of your it house. Was, it was good to get out of the house. Change of scenery. Yeah. Yeah. You and you got out of the house for a full week. That was good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we all got out. Yeah, um, I have something I would not mind touching on. So this, yeah, this is a hard. We're taking a hard right here. Taking a hard right. Um, so, I have been hearing from all my kids. Um, or left. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know. Hard okay. right. Oh, a hard right or left. Yeah, we're taking a turn. Okay, um, we're turning. <laughs> Anyway, uh, who are uh, a lot of them college students who are um, already on campus, um, quarantined, waiting to be quarantined, um, worried about getting COVID. Nobody's having a good experience. No, um, everybody's super stressed. A lot of these kids are very depressed. 
Um, and I'm hearing from a lot of college students, some high school students as well, one or two middle school students, but mostly because I mostly work with high school and college students, I'm hearing mostly from them. And I, I can honestly say I'm not hearing from anybody who is having a remotely good experience. I'm not sure where to go with this or what the takeaway is, but you know, I've seen some interviews online and, and on the news um, with, with some kids and some kids have thrown parties and Notre Dame and, um, and North Carolina, two schools that should have been on top of this have absolutely messed it up beyond reason. Um, and, and I really feel for these kids. I actually work with a couple of kids who are down in South Bend at Notre Dame, not happy, um, isolated. Some kids who are at other big 10 schools, um, you know, worried and either alone or worried about going out with friends that they're seeing for the first time after a few months, five, six months. Um, and I feel like what's happening isn't the right answer. You know, like, so where somebody has thrown a party on campus and the party might have a hundred people that's happening on a lot of campuses, maybe most campuses, um, big swaths of kids are getting chastised. I get it. I get that, you know, as a dean of a school or a president, you want to contain, but man, these kids are not in a good situation. And yes, yeah, so you were painting the picture of one kid who is, um, in his room alone and bummed and even, uh, you know, was looking forward to working out while he's quarantining, but it's, you have to sign up to get slots in the gym and there's none available. Um, and then some, you said some, maybe the same school, the basketball hoops are, that are outside are tied up and like, there's no, I mean, you can go out for a run, but there's, everything's kind of locked down. So yeah, I mean, and not that, I know there's so many different scenarios, not that some kids didn't know that that was what they were signing up for, but I will also say, in a way, I feel like no one really knows what knew what they were signing up for. Um, but yeah, I don't like the idea of people who are at parties getting called out, getting suspended. But at the same time, we were just talking about this. It's a major conflict, right? At the same time, um, they're told ahead of time, you know, you cannot get together in large groups. You've got to be masked. I've seen pictures of parties on campus. So, you know, you asked before we started, you know, do we know who some, some of these kids are? Yeah, I've seen pictures of them. You know what I mean? Like, I've, well, I mean, I've a lot I, of them. So you, you can say, gosh, we've all collectively kind of felt this for several months now. Can't, uh, can't they just deal with it for two weeks, stay, you know, socked in um but then you pointed out which i get you know oh they they're not they know this isn't going to work out so they, they know there, they're going to no they're going to get you know get while the getting's good they're going to have as much fun as they can before they inevitably and that that's that's such a good point before they inevitably are sent home they know this isn't going to work so by god they're going to party and have some fun before they get sent back to you know 
And worst case, I get COVID. Ma and dad's There's a house. dorm specified specifically for kids who have tested positive or have been, you know, near people who have uh, had it um, through contact tracing or whatever. And so worst case, I go to that dorm for a couple of weeks. I'm not infecting anybody. You know, it's all good. Well, and, and, we're, and I'm 20. What You know, it's not going to kill me. And you said there's no, like, there was one girl who you know who ended up in the dorm where if you have COVID, and she was, she beat every, uh, there was nobody else there but her. Literally nobody else there. Literally. And, like, mattress on the floor, like, disgusting. Slept on the floor. And um, was sick, sick and alone because they didn't think anyone was going to be there day one, but... They asked her where she'd been, and she's like, what do you mean? I've been at orientation, and I've been here, and I've been there. You like, know, I've been to all the places you set up for me to yeah, go. <laughs> I went to all the places. So, so you, you tell me contract, who was there. <laughs> contact tracing is a joke. I mean, really, in most well, And cases. these kids aren't, aren't heading off to school to be irresponsible. This is, you know, that that on the whole, that's not the game plan, right? You know, like they're 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 going cuz they want the experience, right? Yes. They want the connections. They want what we all had yes. for those of us who went, right? And um and so to say, "Okay, go, but you can't have any of that. You can look at your classes online or you can space out and maybe go to a couple um but there is no kid, and ask yours. Ask yours if you know anybody. If you know anybody in college or high school, ask them how they think this is going to go. You know, even if they're in class now or they're planning on starting in class in the next week or two, there is no kid who believes this semester is going to work out at all. Yeah, no, I have so another they friend are, whose daughter's... Get, while the getting's good, there's a little bit of like... I'm, I get to see my friends for a few weeks yep. here. I don't yep. know how many, yep. Yep. so screw it. Yep. You know, like, you know, the, the, everybody's screwed this up already. You've had months to figure this out for us. You haven't. There's a little bit of that, right? Yeah, and then there's, yeah, there's the kids. And then, and then you're all the liability, literally, literally, you're laying at our feet. We have to sign a document. Most campuses have you sign a thing. Well, then there's kids who are... School's not responsible all for All alone. In their room, doing they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, and they're super sad and all alone and bored. I'm I am working with a number of those kids who are all alone, super sad and bored. A lot of kids. Um, Wait, so, so, are you, so are you okay? I don't know what I'm saying. I'm saying like um, this is an element. I've read about this as you probably have noticed, even while we were gone, nonstop. Uh, so I have some clients and clients' parents um, who send me what their schools are giving them. Um, videos about like, here's here's how the transactional elements are going to work at this high school. I've watched a 10 minute video for a high school not far from here that I swear to you, man, is first of all, haunting and kind of awful. Like the, the student experience looks awful, but it also looks entirely untenable. You know, like you mean like this is what you do when you're passing in the hall. This, this is, is what, what you this do. This is how you buy food in the dining hall. You have to have a lanyard around your neck. You have to show the person your lanyard, and they and they're going to just scan it 
from afar to avoid any touching mm. or there's no cash exchanging hands. Um, you need to walk in a counterclockwise um, method down the hallway. If you're coming down the stairs going the wrong way, you will be stopped and asked to reverse. If you do that twice, you'll get in some kind of trouble. I mean, it's God. insane, man. I mean, like, in, and these kids, on top of their school day, you know, they're, they're walking into school and there's somebody with the visor thing, the whole deal on, the face shield, um, you know, doing the doing the temperature gun on their head. So, you know, it's a it's an alien space age experience from it's like the cl- a clockwork orange for seven hours. Just weird. Yeah. And it just feels kind of impersonal. It's 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 everything and listen man, I know, I know that everybody's trying their best. You know what I mean? Like this video I watched was put together meticulously to try to control the spread of the virus while kids... Who did they have acting it out? They had kids, uh, three or four kids from the school acting uh-huh. it out, um, wearing masks the whole time. and um, But, you know, and, I, and you, you get like, okay, well, I guess we're going to go back. It has to be this way. But, man, is it weird. I mean, it's so freaking weird. And I, I'm just, I, I guess part of it is if you if you feel like any of your kids need some kind of challenge or you're not happy with what they're doing or they seem to be temperamental and have a bad attitude they Damn yeah, right, they're, yeah. Gonna. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna i i'm i'm temperamental and have a bad attitude yeah i mean it's it's um <laughs> l- listen we we have the luxury of and we did this with george and with lauren a little bit of reflecting back on what a normal experience is in high school and college. And um, for these kids, man, and I'm, I know a lot of them. It's just, it just is heartbreaking. That's, that's the point is, you know, like there's certain things that we all got to take for granted um, that young people right now don't have the opportunity to do. And this is now becoming an exceptionally long stretch of time yeah. where they don't have the luxury of just having a normal day. They haven't had a normal day in 160 of them. You yeah, and then I mean? there's, like, yeah, then there's all this pressure, too. Like, think about if you're the kid who's, like, following the rules. I know there's schools where they just straight up have roommates. I've seen a million pictures on Facebook. You said one school you know of. I think Iowa has all singles. But there are there are schools at least in some dorms that have, have roommates, and um, so what if you're the kid who's following the rules, and then you got a party hardy roommate, you know, coming in at all hours, it's got to be terrifying. I will say that that nineteen so, yeah, year old no me would be, a, would be sick, and I, I would be a wreck about that. Yeah, there's probably yeah, no one's probably having a great old time. No, no. So yeah, I just think you know my my inclination is to be easy on these kids. And I, I wish I could say I know what the right answer is for this semester. Like some kids, I can tell they want to see if they can stick this out for a while. I get and it. I would. I totally get that too. I think I would too. Um, and then there's, I don't know, just as many kids. I mean, honestly, I could almost, I think I could cut my client load down the middle or like, forget it, man. Just let me do the whole thing virtually for a semester, but but please figure something out between now and January so that we can go back and things can feel remotely normal. But what would that even look like? I, I, that would, I, I, as far as I can 
think, and uh, as far as I can discern, it would have to be, you know, doing something across the country, you know, where we, you know, shut down the virus like New Zealand did or something. Otherwise, it's going to be, it's never going to be clean for the foreseeable future. It's not going to be clean. No, that that that's where what the end game is. That that's where I'm over my skis. Like I don't know, I don't know what the end game looks like for this thing, right? I mean, um, nobody does. You know, at some point, you know, Leahy suggested at one point, like you know, this is going to be kind of there's going to be like a season, you know, almost for it. Like you know, COVID's going to be like the cold or the flu or something like that, and some people are going to get it, and you know, like that's just how it's going to be and that that'll be okay and you know just like with the flu older people compromised people are going to be more careful like this is going to be just one of those things that people get for the rest of our lives you know what i mean like there's you know in certain times of year or any time of year you know like oh man and you know i got covid now i gotta and hopefully we have some kind of vaccine and and maybe some kind of treatment i'd like to remind you that the title of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> you just well, and then and I will say suck this: suck the life right out of this me. This is from a pharmaceutical perspective, from a pharmaceutical executive perspective. Yes, um, the a, a treatment is a far more um, interesting venture than um, a cure or even a vaccine because. Treatment people have to pay for on an ongoing basis. That's that's like that that's better like the, not be going. That's on. an antibiotic, for example, that right? Better not be going on. But actually, treatment um, treatments would be welcome because there's a lot of people that aren't going to take that first vaccine or take one at all. Which you know, again, we're just driving this into the ground. Like I don't think there's anything happy <laughs> or hopeful happening here. I know I was feeling better before we started talking. <laughs> you were. Um, well, I, I just wanted to call people's attention to that to be a little gentler maybe with your kids. Like I, I, I will say this without implicating anybody. I've heard from some parents who are really frustrated with their kids for being frustrated. You know what I mean? Like for um, kind of like, you know, hey, you're lucky. You have this opportunity. You get to go to college. You get to go to this private high school. You get to, whatever it is, you know, um, what's with the what's with the complaining kind of thing, you know? And it's like, you know, at, I'm not crazy about that. Yeah. And we've talked about this before. I, I think that we're all this. This was such a sudden life change for all of us and a lot of us don't know how to be and a lot of us don't know how to be even with our really close we're um removed from our closest relationships or they're definitely you know seriously altered um we don't belong in places i've talked about this before where we we used to belong um and we don't belong with people who we used to absolutely belong with. And it's, it takes a toll that I don't think we realize. Most of us don't realize. Yeah. I, that, that, that's probably true. I think, um, I have a, a moment 
in the morning when I wake up and don't remember it yet, don't remember this is going on, but it's just a moment, but it's kind of like once it seizes me, it does take anxiety up a notch. There, there's no doubt that we're elevated, you know, like collectively we're, we're all in this weird space together and um elevated i mean i'm sure it feels for a lot of people it feels elevated it doesn't feel elevated anymore to me it feels uh, old <laughs> i mean it just it, i i feel just like whatever <laughs> yeah yeah there's that too i mean but, but but i'm sure people who are now in new settings and parents who have sent their kids off and parents who are about to send their kids to school you know grade school middle school high school um, and all the different iterations, yeah, it's it's a lot. And you know, if you, we were talking about, you know, when when there's no pandemic, so many kids get sick first semester because, especially freshman year, because they're so dysregulated and it's so you know there's so much going on and so much new, and you know you forget, oh yeah, you know it's hard making all this adjustment, and then on top of it, you know all. Those Kids get mono and, you know, they get, they everyone gets sick, right? Oh, that they're... is so true. I remember, like, every year we would go down to visit George first semester. I remember, like, I think I carried hand sanitizer with me then. A lot of kids. Because I knew sick. that campus was covered in, you know, colds and flu. Yeah, it was yeah. just gross. So now you add this. In and that's you know, a good point. Like a lot of kids do get sick and just spread it around. Yeah. And just figure like I'm just going to deal with it, and a lot of them just move, move through space yes. anyway. You know, like they just go get their antibiotics and whatever they they deal. But um, and maybe that's the end game for this is that you know it'll be just you know those of us who are a little bit older will have to protect a little bit more and um, that the, seems that seems like. That's kind of an old story, too. I don't know that there's such... Uh, I don't know. I'll just lead with that and say that again. But there are people There are people of all ages who are getting really sick, and there's people of all ages that are doing fine with it. I, I think that's an old story. I that don't think old, that's an old story. You don't? No, no. I, um, definitely... Um, if you're older and if you're compromised, you are far far more likely to get more sick and to die from this. I mean, you know, like if the the, the um, statistics on people over 70 and under 70 and how many tens of thousands have died in the former is okay, okay, huge. Okay, and okay. children don't die from this by and large. I mean, okay. some it can happen, but it rarely, rarely does. But anyway, this is better. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm just saying, like, I, that, that I think is not quite right. I think um, anyone can get it, and more and more kids are getting it because they're out and about, and, um, and that, might be how it, that might be how the course of the thing has to go at some point. I don't know. So you wanted people to know that a lot of your kiddos are, um, are bumming. They're upset. Not that that's good, you know, good news or maybe even news, but um, I but guess it's important check to know. in with I'd your rather kids. And... Um, we always say that at the beginning of school, but, you know, definitely check in with them, um, see how they're doing. And then, yeah, it, you know, there's a probably 
kids don't want to what? Well, and if they say they're not doing okay, believe them. You know, like, um, uh, so I'm working with at least a few kids who feel like they're not being taken seriously for having a very, very difficult time. But you, you remember what it's like to be a kid in high school or college or younger. Um, things feel more immediate. You don't have the scope of a long life to look back on and say, oh, this will pass or whatever. You know, you feel like I'm missing out on the thing yeah. right now, you know, like, and this sucks. It is tough because I get where you want. Uh, we talk so much about this, so much about anxiety and depression and, you know, suffering. And, and, and sometimes you want to go, come on, people, like feel your feelings, but then like pick yourself up and let's go, like, let's move on. Um, and I get, I can kind of get that too. The thing is, is there's a lot of, there's a huge uptick in s suicidal kids, you know, again, here we, we're just really going down every fun path here, but, um, <laughs> this has brought about and, and maybe adults, um, but it's brought about, um, Depression and anxiety. Depression and anxiety and um, isolation and kind of, you know, hope is always the thing that you talk about. You you want to instill in people you, to get them to the, you know, to the next session, to get them through their week. Hope. You you want some hope and something to be excited about, something to look forward to, some uh, a real dream. Hope. Not, real not hope. Not, real not hope. BS, but, not, but authentic real hope. Even yes. just a little bit. And, you know, sometimes this feels like, oh, gosh, well, what do I, you know, kids were, a lot of kids weren't that fired up before this. <laughs> um, yeah, I about what lies ahead. If, if I'm, right, if I'm looking for a takeaway here, it'd be something like this. Yes, um, please. Yeah, it'd be um, be in cahoots with your kid and strategize how it's going to be. You know, like, like, you know, strategize the hopeful scenario. And it might look different for you than it does for the next family, than it does for the next family. Let's say your kid is coming home from college. Talk about, like, all right, how are we going to make that experience interesting? It's, I, I get that it's not ideal. How are we going to make it interesting? How are we going to make the best of a less than ideal situation? So I was remembering, we were talking to George and Lauren about this, I think, the last night we were there. And, you know, we were, like, asking them what would they do. And they were kind of like, you know, in a way they really had no idea what they would do, you know, given that they were, you know, freshmen or sophomores. But Lauren... Both, both of them yelled, I don't know. <laughs> Lauren had a really cool idea, actually, you know, um, that instead of... If, if things are remote, you know, not everyone can do this. I'm just throwing it out there. Like, just like maybe, I don't know, go rent a, you know, beach house with three friends and just do online college, you know, from wherever, because you can be wherever you want. Or, you know, maybe you go to somebody's lake house and, you know, or, or something, do something, be in a cool environment and make it fun and different. And don't, you know, I don't know, maybe there's options to just going home and not, not to be cavalier about money, because I know that a lot of these schools are not offering refunds. You know, they, they, they're, it's kind of like whatever happens, you're paying the nut. And maybe you already have. And I do think there might be a huge um, lawsuit <laughs> coming down the pipe. Pipe? Pike. 
<laughs> the pipe and the pike <laughs> class action lawsuit about that. Like, hey, I know you can't use our, you know, food or sleep in our beds, but you still have to pay. I, I don't know that, that that's going to really work out. <laughs> but that's a lot of schools plan. A lot of schools are saying that. Well, yeah, it's 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 uh, survival too, right? right? A schools of business as much as anything is, and that's that's a tricky thing. I feel for. Listen, man, I feel for everybody in this scenario. Like, I I would not want to be one of the decision makers here. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't want to be the dean of students or the the president or the principal of a college or a high school. That the that, oh my gosh, that, no there's way. a no win scenario. So right? no win. There's so yeah. many no wins. And, so yeah, and what knew? is the takeaway? Is is you know get creative about how this can possibly be. You know, if your kid believes they're going to be home eventually, for example. Like, think about how to make that home environment work best. And the best idea I've had is a lot like what Lauren came up with. It's like uh, a lot of the kids I work with are already plotting, you know, like, I'm going to put together this study bubble with some friends from high school and four or five, six of us are going to get together. We'll have been tested. We are and we will be our bubble. So we'll pick one dude's house to go to. We, we're going to study in that basement. We're going to, you know, we're going to buy a conference table or something, and that's going to be our thing. So we're going to be with our friends, and then yeah. we'll be able to get together on weekends and do yeah. some, something that's fun yeah. with some friends. You know, yeah. like create a bubble. Create, create a different bubble than you might have created at school, but something that somehow mirrors something like a, a normal experience. And I know a lot of families are working hard to figure that out, but... Um, it is that social piece, I think, mostly that's got, you know, some, some kids are very, very academically driven and are upset to be missing out on a classroom experience, no doubt. But the vast majority, they expected something social, some, you know, exciting social connection, right? That's what they're yeah. used to in their lives. That's what, that's what youth is about, right? And um, even kids I work with who are really socially anxious, who I wanted the opportunity, like, give me it back. Okay, I get it. Give me it, like a new I, start. I, 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 wanted, I want to start. try again. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I got a fresh start. And we've, I, we've been working on it now for six months. Let me back out there. I want to try now. Yeah. You know, so. Yep, yep, yep. And yep. they're like, oh, man, now I can't even do it. Now there's nobody around. You know, like, or I'm isolated in my room, you know? So um, be gentle, gentle with your kids and yourself and, um, and, Think creatively with them about options because, trust me, yeah, you, you, if you, you think your kid believes like what they're hearing from the administration, unless it's already locked out and locked down, uh, they're not buying it. So, you know, again, I don't, this feels like it goes back to, you know, the problem, but, you know, I'm remembering normal times, you know, the the it's typical for kids to if they feel lost or alone or like they don't know what the hell they're supposed to be doing they feel like they're the only ones and throw this into the mix you know you know am i what, what am i supposed to do knock on someone's door and like wear a mask in their room or are we supposed to go outside and take like it just adds a whole other level of not you know, you don't want to be the one that doesn't get it. You don't want to be the kid that looks stupid. You don't want to be the kid that looks like a dork or scared. And like, just throw this pandemic and what you're supposed to do to navigate it. Um, it's and and then you you can see why a lot of kids wouldn't even want to 
yeah, just not even try and leave their room. It's just like too much. A while ago, it had to be toward the beginning of maybe a school year, two years ago. Um, we did a podcast with George um, for students starting college. Yeah. And the advice in there, don't listen to it, <laughs> because the advice in there is stuff that nobody can do. So it was about like, remember that first day where yes. you and Andrew went down the yes. hall and met everybody down the yes. hall, and you know, and I and I had been preaching this for years, and I got to watch George do it, and now kids are telling me, okay, you told me the thing to do, and yep. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I don't even know. Yeah, what, man, I get it. You like know, you always would say, keep your doors open, and and then I think I've heard you're not allowed to keep your door yep. open, and, and then the other big one is. You know, form a relationship with your professor. Go in, meet your teacher. Yeah. Like that that's huge. Go you to know. office hours. Yeah. So I don't know what that looks like either. But so so far, I think we're just bombing everybody out. Yeah, um, it's a bummer. That's the that's the fact of it. Maybe that's the point. It's a bummer, and um, you know, don't don't try to talk your child out of that fact. It is a bummer. This sucks. Anywho. <laughs> and, you know, help strategize a way that it can be less of a bummer. Yep. And, and if your kid needs it, there is uh, counseling and psych services caps on most every college campus. Um, is there? Yes, there is. I know. But what? how are they doing that? Virtually. Okay. Um, but it's something. It's something. It's I, Most of the work I'm doing is virtual and it works. Right. Um, how staffed are those, I wonder? Um... Do it soon. My bias, my bias for what I tell my kids that I work with is go in there before anything's wrong and meet a counselor. Yeah. You know what I mean? And go for a few sessions. Why not? It's five bucks or nothing. And then you've got you've got somebody that you know. Um, and you know, we all know that high schools have social workers and counselors, and um, they need more. But there's some there. So um, avail yourself of those or um, or somebody in in private practice, um, like uh, like me. Yep. Okay, doke. Um, <laughs> what are we missing? Honey? I feel like yeah, I feel like we're leaving people with a lot of bad news. But it's I, I want people to know that's that, that's the reason I wanted to well, come in here. Well, this is the buzz. Like last night, we got back yesterday, and then John's like, "Oh my gosh, I all these kids are texting me that they're really unhappy and." It's a flood, you guys. Like, I've got a lot of texts from kids. So it is now Sunday the 23rd, and in the past four days, maybe, I've got I've heard from, I don't know, I don't know, altogether maybe a couple dozen kids. And I do think it's super reckless and dangerous to um, call kids out and name kids or, or to, to put out information about what kids have it or... Um, you know, kick kids off for having a party. I don't know. It, oh, it's going it's, to cause it's dangerous to uh, shame. Lay that on kids. Yeah, and yet I get it. But you know, um, it, if we're if we end up one suicide in, I will be out of my mind upset about this. <laughs> you know, from any campus anywhere, if this drives that, that would be horrific. Okay, so. On an up note. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, Julie just Take gestured. It away. Julie just gestured to me. Um, here's broadly how I look at this, and I, and, and in all seriousness, like I think um, this is one person's opinion. Um, uh, I, I think um, any campus that was wide open. My alma mater, Notre Dame, for instance, you know, that is hoping against hope. It's kind of foolhardy and a little arrogant, I think. Um, and in my, if I had a bias here, it would be let's let's get everybody back home and in their bubbles for a little while longer and think this through. Think how this ought to go because. I know people were theorizing all summer about how this would go, but I, I actually feel like th there are national associations of deans and college presidents and principals and social workers and all these groups. And I, I, I think we kind of need not a campus by campus patchwork ass plan. <laughs> you know, like this part's not working. You know, I think we kind of need a national policy. And I'm not sure that's coming out of Washington. So it might be good for these groups to get together and come up with some kind of sweeping plan that so so that there's some uniformity you know that that, that I don't know it just feels a little haphazard to me yeah but it's it's just all too political and so I don't think that's going to happen okay well that's <laughs> that was my shot at the being upbeat um what else, what else is going on in life what are we excited about um I, well, I'm excited about, I've sold some paintings lately. I have some commissions I'm working on. I'm really excited about that. Actually, really excited um, to, uh, so I'm finally getting my painting mojo back. I know. Let me, what? Here, here, here's, a, here's a thought to end on. Um, so uh, for those of us who are Springsteen fans, um, Bruce is kind of he, he's putting together a oh, little yeah, yeah, yeah. song list, you know. And he, so he's hosting on his Sirius XM channel, I think an hour a day. I've I've not been able to listen to this, but I've been able to hear his intros. And um, and I heard one the other day. Um, I think I might have been out walking Lucy, or how did I hear this? Anyway, I heard I one the other you, day. I think you told me when we were out on a walk. And um, and, and and Bruce said uh, he said this. He said. Uh, Listen, uh, I asked you yesterday or the other day, you know, uh, to let me know what your dreams are and uh, and to send them to me, you know. And, I, and he gave him this, this serious XM, you know, email, and he said, uh, "I'm not impressed." <laughs> <laughs> and he said, uh, "So I want you to go back to the drawing board. I want to know what your wildest dreams are." And um, and he said, like, you know, because I am a walking, talking proof that you can manifest your wildest dreams. And so um, I don't think that's dead. I, I think we can still make our wildest dreams come true, you know? And so, you know, for anybody listening, for any kids of anybody who is listening, think about what your wildest dreams are. That is really good. And, 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 and kind of keep that out there as a beacon through this because then then it's hard for young people to look ahead one two five ten years you know it's really really hard um it, with optimism they can look ahead with pes pessimism now i can tell you this from you know experience 
pretty easily and say, I don't know, it's all so blank, all it's all do. blank up there. Um, but if you picture like what the wildest dream is, then then you can kind of start to put the pieces together. You can start to muse and think about that. And in the restlessness of this time, you can start to plan that. You can start to put that 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 plan together and create that world for yourself. You know, like so that is a good use. Thank you, Bruce. That is that is that's good a, use that of this is time. Good. I mean, that's very um, uh, right. That's the opposite of all this energy, and that's 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 good. You can't you can't top that. So think about and encourage people around you to like think about and verbalize and maybe write down what what are your wildest dreams that you want to come true because I don't know I don't I don't think about that enough. Oh, I've been thinking about it all week. Well, you always had clearer specific dreams than I did. Um, are you in the room? <laughs> oh my sorry, sorry, I was leaning Julie back. Walked away from the microphone. <laughs> Um, but that's a good thing to think about. It really, it's a very good thing to think about. And it's a good thing to encourage your kids to think about. Yeah. Just to, just to, just to think about. Like, you know, right. Let's get, let's think planning, beyond right? this. Get in a different headspace. And what does the road to that look like given what our reality is right now? Yeah. It, might, it might look different than it, it would normally look, but maybe it could look cool or well, uh, maybe it's informed by this reality all oh, right right you know what it's a, maybe it's like i'm gonna go into medicine i'm fit you know, this isn't gonna happen twice in my lifetime you know what i mean like i'm gonna go be an infectious disease doctor yeah or yeah or present something not that literal yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's that's a good that is a good takeaway everyone should think about that and um one cool thing is that bruce is 71 years old and he said and i'm still working on it I'm still working on it, That's and I turned, a, I turned a nice, ripe, big number, and I realized, like, I reset, because I've made some, some of my dreams have already come through in funky ways. Some things I didn't even dream were going to happen. You? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. And, and now I've, I kind of reset and thought, like, oh, yeah, now what are my, my wildest dreams? What's, that, what's in the next big wildest dream? Yeah. There's a, there should always be a next big wildest dream, a That's better good. story. Yep. All right, people. We, uh, it was a struggle. <laughs> it was a struggle like the Cubs trying to beat the White Sox. Which, but they did. Yeah. Today. Eventually. Yeah. It took three tries. Or whenever. <laughs> yeah. But they eventually, um, by creating a dearth of offense and two tiny little runs, were able to beat the White Sox today. So that for the Cubs was a wild dream this week that they made come true. Yep. All right. Um, love you, honey. Love you, honey. We will talk to you guys soon. Yep. Bye.